holidays, my ladies and gentlemen. Get warm, cozy, moist. I'm Travis Terrell, Black Santa, and this is We Are Live. Mm. Hello, indeed. It's We Are Live. Good morning, everybody. Chris Simmons, Travis Terrell. It's Midcoast Studio. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the YouTube channel, Midcoast Media. We stream live there and on Facebook five days a week. Excited to be here. Travis is uh, settling in with his scarf. Mm. Scarf? Scarved. Scarfed up? Mm-hmm. Scarfed uh, in. We're in the studio that Tech Electronics helped build. That's right. TechElectronics.com <laughs> for more information. Travis, there's a camera right there. Oh, hey! That's connected to uh, the Behringer. It's an X32. That's mm, the board. the X32. I've heard so much about it. Uh, tech Electronics also hiring. Many tech-filled positions. Maybe you could get your uh, network administrator on, Travis. We'll make that happen. Uh, the producer on the other side of the desk, not in Brooklyn, uh, Mr. Chris Gardner. Good morning, Chris. It was a weird intro. Good morning, gentlemen. Hello, Gardner. Remember Marquise? Thought you were in New York. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you call me Mr. Chris Gardner or something like that. Gotcha. Well, well, good morning. You call me like Aunt Crystal or mm. Stream Queen. Yeah, that's true. Or King. Yeah. It just threw me off. Sorry. Sorry. Good Good morning, gentlemen. I'll Thank you. Hey. I'll throw a curveball here and there. Yeah. Mm. And I swung and missed. I got thought up. I'm not going to throw what throw it up. Why would I throw I'm anything not, in a studio? There's things up. around here. Saying, but no, that's you don't just throw oh, okay, things sorry. around. Good morning, Walmart. Nuts on wall. Ow. Nuts on wall. Tendinitis. I'll thumb. go break it out. It's kind of that season. Too much uh, hitchhiking? What have you been doing? Oh, I just moisturized my hands before the show started. Mm. My uh, lotion. It's got lavender and oil. Aloe in it. Oh, I see you. Trying to get your black woman on. Okay. <sighs> it smells so good. Do you smell like a black woman? What I like about this lotion is it's not too greasy, so it doesn't leave like a uh, residue. residue. Yeah. Film. Yeah, mm. so it's nice. I like, I like that. that. Real good. Big morning for you, huh? Ah, uh, always is. Well, right. <laughs> yeah, it always is. <laughs> yeah, every morning, huh? Yeah. I had a bad morning on Black Friday morning. It started off bad. Why is that? How bad? How bad was it? Um, I was leaning. I had like a drawer open in the kitchen. And I was leaning up to grab something out of the cabinet. And I started leaning forward. And I, my momentum started taking me forward. And the, the drawer shut. And I smashed my penis. Oh, no. Oh. On Black oh. Friday morning. That's how everything began. Oh. That is it, black it, indeed. It hurt for a moment, um, but then I like pulled back, and it was like it was more shocking than it, anything. Now I do it before work every day. <laughs> I had read somewhere that's how you get rid of the clap. Is that how that works? I don't is think that, so. I think that was in a Vietnam movie? Oh, that that's took a wooden. I thought mallet. we read that somewhere. It was a wooden mallet. Oh, okay. So let me get this straight. But let it, me it get this shocked straight. me more than anything, and then I yelled at myself. You know, I'm in the apartment by myself, and I just yelled. What the hell are you doing? Like, I was, like, just shocked that it even happened. Well, let me get this straight. Something got stuck, and you ran away. No, I, I rest my case. I rest my case. His sure man got stuck, and he ran away in shock and horror like a coward. So now let's let's talk about some reality here, my friend. Okay, I'll let you go and then I'll mm -hmm. comment. Because I'm just trying to figure it out. You got on me for running away from seeing something so chaotic, tragic, unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And your own self 
The very being of your existence gets trapped in a drawer and all you can do is not try to help it, but you pull back in fear by running away. Explain yourself, Madame Gartner. Okay, it's pretty simple here. I was still in the kitchen, so I didn't even leave the room. And not only that, basically, I pulled it back from being in pain. Or so you, I helped it. So you can, or you could have just opened the drawer. But that's and not stood what, there like a man, like ah, But you didn't. You ran. I'm not going to have you lecture me about being a man. <laughs> that's fair. So you know, okay. I mean, I helped it, but it wasn't supposed to happen. I don't know why that happened. It must have been the angle I was go. leaning. There you go. I see you no, playing. I know myself. I'll and see it you just playing. shouldn't happen. Maybe, maybe. That's uh, why I think it surprised me more than anything. Maybe all this no. exercise you've been doing has uh, stretched old daddy long legs out. No, I'm Irish. That's I don't know. I don't know. It, it shouldn't happen. When was the last time you dipped it in some Polynesian sauce, if you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what, what you mean. Uh -huh. Yeah, what do you yeah. mean? You know, the last time you, like I you, had, know, you, you put your, 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 your boat stick in the water. The boat stick yeah, in well, the water? Uh, like a paddle? Yeah. <laughs> An oar? There you go. Oh, okay. Like in your, in your, in you guys' head, like, is this the ideal way we'd, we'd spend the next 40 minutes? Because I don't see this ending, this conversation. Well, it was just an accident. Just in your head. I accidentally smashed my penis in the kitchen drawer. Chris, oh, am I like complaining? Gets, am I, I'm not complaining. I was about to say, you, you usually get to be the one that talks about, you know, Long John Silver. I think I've never no, and talked I'm not, about it. I'm not ever. talking about Often. that. And I've made that clear. This is why I was surprised it happened. Okay. He it made sure to, to say he's Irish. But it's a pleasant surprise. <laughs> it's a pleasant surprise. The only way that no, you can it get your... No, it, didn't, it wasn't pleasant at all. It was just... It hurt. I'm saying, but most people, if you if you didn't have... Something to work with. I think it was just the angle. Okay, I'm trying He's to give making it quite clear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> I didn't smash a testicle. How okay. about that? Oh damn! Oh oh. Okay. Is that better? Nah, not really. No, it wouldn't have been better. That would have hurt more, probably. <laughs> I was telling the story uh. to someone the other day about how I hit myself in the groin while driving once because I dropped a cigarette on my crotch, mm. and my immediate <sighs> instinct was to smack it okay. to put it out, and I hit myself very hard while driving on the highway. Mm. I thought I was going to have to pull over on the mm. shoulder. So it wasn't a Black Friday. It was more of a pinkish throbbing Friday. <sighs> yeah, That's how it started. Mm. It got better. Okay. It was all right. Okay. I actually went out to Best Buy that day. Look at you. What did you get? Did you, I get, did you get a new CD, Trapper Keeper? <laughs> <laughs> but... Remember when oh, those people break into cars yeah. to steal them? No. You were going to need those one day. You were going to need lots of those one day. Ah, that Remember? was such a thing. What a, what a mess that was. Yeah. CD Trapper Keepers. What the? Remember your CD collection used to be on display in the living room? Right. <laughs> who, the, who the fuck were we to just showcase our musical taste? What kind of pretentious shit was that? Oh, we like all did vinyl. it. People still have vinyl in there. But yeah, still, but but with the people C don't have with like the a CD. Scroll. With the CD, you're just like, oh, you, you have that. Yeah, it's kind of you kind of show it, kind of braggy. 
like with the vinyl, you're not necessarily going to. You got to flip through it now. Vinyl yeah. is a little bit more subtle braggy. Like, I mean, those old things over there, and you go through people's collections. But we used to have the CDs, and we had like the towers. Yeah, the towers. towers. Who the fuck were we to have CD towers in our house? We used to build entertainment centers with towers attached to them. Attached to them. Our custom wood. Yes. Vinyl, like yes. Expensive. Like yes. Handmade. Yes. Remember those things used to be. Like an extra forty to fifty dollars in the regular yeah. desk. Yeah, it was a part of it. Oh uh, well, we you know for an extra forty five dollars, you can get the CD display well, that's holder. That's gonna come well, in handy shit. for well, the I'm rest of my life. Yes. What an awful. Let's. I want. I want. I want to go after the furniture community. Well, we're going after that ass. Okay. This is bullshit. Yeah. Don't feed our <laughs> egos. That's. That's who we should be going after these days. <laughs> yeah, the furniture. I am just trying to pick low hanging fruit. This, I'm trying to get a win. I'm just trying to find okay. where we can get a win anywhere. That might be and one. I feel like tune up fight. Yeah, it does, yeah, boxers have done Thank it for you. years. Thank you. <laughs> it's supposed to be our Wyoming. It's supposed to be that first game of the year, Stephen F. Austin. It's supposed to be an, a low hanging fruit. So we got to take our shot. Okay. The furniture people. Well, let's go. After. Who the fuck were we? Yeah. I don't give a shit that you listen to. Celine Dion and Boys to Men. Who cares? I went to a Boys to Men concert. Oh, they are a very lovely group. That one guy made a Boys to Men day here. He did. Was it Louis, Louis Reed? Reed. Yeah, the president of the Board of Watermen. Oh, that Boys makes Boys to Men day. Yeah. Why? Because they're not from St. Louis. Louis Reed? That Louis Reed got himself tickets for that move. That might have been it's it. It's my guess. Smart allegedly. Play. Hey, how do I get tickets? Man, we'd love I a wish, declaration. I wish we had a Rihanna day. <laughs> Let's tell you where she won't be playing, Bush Stadium. Louis <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Reed, he really likes the song. Um, he likes a Rolling Stones song. Um, I can't remember which one it is now. Brown Sugar. Sympathy for the Devil. Okay, That's the one he likes. I found that out in a random conversation with him once. Were you drinking at the time? No, I wasn't. Good I have job. met him drunk before, though. Oh, boy. I've heard that story. Yeah. Whoops. I think I had meatball on my shirt at mm, the time, too. Of course. And this it. was when I was eating a steak. Drunk. That's what I do love about your bar conversations. When we went to uh, Eric, Master Smith, and Christina Coleman's little get-together mm -hmm. before they departed for L.A., yeah, you would converse with the many media personalities of St. Louis. All of them had a cocktail in their hand, and you're just there with a like a Subway sandwich and mm. a glass of water. Mm -hmm. And like they are full bore into this conversation with you while you're enjoying your Subway sandwich and glass of water. That's my life. <laughs> it's my life now. <laughs> Like I think Gardner's talking to the anchor of the NBC affiliate in St. Louis, eating what looks like a salami sandwich. Oh, I love salami. And distilled water. Mm. Mm. It's usually water, coffee, Sprite, or Dr. Pepper. It's normally what I drink throughout the day. Oh, very easy. Yeah. When do you go astray? From? From those four. You throw some tea in there from time to time. Any, are you a tea person, Gardner? Not really. I tried tea. You, you know what I? You know what I would really like is a tea that's carbonated. Because sometimes I crave the carbonation as a refreshment. And uh, I've had 
like a sparkling tea before? I have Is as it well. Lipton maybe? I think Lipton does make Lipton a brand. It makes a raspberry they one. They do. I, I think like. you're on the right I path. I do like that. If anyone's one. just joining, we broke down Gardner slamming his penis in a drawer for the first 13 minutes. We've now moved on to sparkling tea. Sorry, just quick update. Quick update. And, and Travis um, is now taking on big furniture. Yes, and we are taking towers. for CD towers. We're a little too important. And you Who know the what? fuck did you think we were? Huh? This big furniture. Why do you think we needed a CD tower? And then to even feed our ego even further, you created room for our DVD players. Why? We had DVD display towers as well. Yes, you watch The Rock and Little Women. So what? Stop throwing it in our face. I blame you, Big Furniture. You're racist as hell. Oh, God. Okay, I mean, maybe that last one we'll edit. We'll edit that last no. part out. Okay. We're live. Yeah, this is a live show. Oh, boy. With, the show is called We Are Live, Travis. Oh, boy. Yeah. Mm. Nice move there, mm. buddy. I tell you what, guys. Okay, oh, no, I don't like that. Uh, yeah. No, I'm stopping you. you. We're yeah. gonna stop. Wait, wait, don't no, let, no, 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 wait, don't let, don't let the backup quarterback call the play. <laughs> yeah. Offensive coordinator. How calm, about those poles? Calm <laughs> down, Jim Sorgi. <laughs> He's got his clipboard and his backwards hat on. Yeah. He's ready to rock. Let Peyton Manning handle this, yeah. okay? Go ahead. Just stand there with All the right, yeah. I'll okay, I'll go back. And get my, like you're actually talking to okay, him. Okay, I'll go back to being my Chase Daniel. Okay. Right. <laughs> Best All job right. in sports. Yes, yeah. we have some. Uh, we had a number of melees yesterday. We put three out total. Okay. You want to see some results? Right, what's the first melee? Here's the first one. Is Joe Biden's no malarkey campaign slogan a good catchphrase? Yes, seventeen percent. No. Eighty-three percent said no. You know why? Because you young people use Twitter, and the only ones who knew how to vote. Old people are absolutely loving the no malarkey, and they're not on Twitter because they believe it is malarkey. Are you old now? I feel like I'm falling into that category. You just sounded like it. You bypassed the, bypass the Tom Joyner cruise, and he's going. He's going straight to the BB uh, King Memorial. Yeah, cruise. I think so. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lie. I are like you going to start telling me things that Onion Horton used to say? <laughs> Look, I think Joe Biden is stepping into his old man shit. So I enjoy the fact that Joe Biden, he's telling you that marijuana is a gateway drug and he's got a bus tour called No Malarkey. My boy Joe Biden is stepping into being an old white man and he's just figured out how to win this presidency. I got an out old white man, Donald Trump. And that's a that's not a bad strategy. Actually, he would win that battle. Yes. You know who's a couple good ones? Earth, wind, and fire. See, you gotta you there. can't you can't be as racist as Trump. You just gotta flirt on the fringe. You so be that's what, like, as they call it, the casual. Right. He went. He yeah. went. I like to say Howie Leonard doesn't do all that celebrating. See, that's at work. And he wears New Balances yeah. now. Um, you, it's yeah, like you gotta work. like uh, cater to uh, uh, the white people alums of Webster Groves. Okay. That's like they, they have been around black people, but they still can't act appropriately around black people. That's what Joe is going for. They still view black people as assets to yes. make their team win. Yes, state. exactly. <laughs> so they're not totally racist because they see blacks as a means to justify their ends. Mm -hmm. Who did they have? Jeremy Macklin. First oh, one that comes Kirk up. That was that's Kirkwood. Kirkwood. Well, that's same area. Same area. Same type of people. No, like Webster had kid, Adrian Claiborne. As kid from, oh, that's right. But Tampa. for basketball, was that 
Was that Johnny Parker? For Webster, yes. Okay. Yes. Maybe that's what I'm That's thinking. who it is, see? Well, then the kid that went to SLU briefly. Yeah, Cartier Gordon. That was one of his pit stops. Oh, Webster? Yeah. So see what I mean? So they're, will, they're willing to let blacks maybe be at the pool past eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Speaking of the pool, <laughs> Joe Biden has lots of stories about the pool. Oh, no, no, not what, Joe. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again oh they look at it so i learned about roaches i learned about kids jumping on my lap and i've loved kids jumping on my lap so you think that guy can be president huh? <laughs> i do unfortunately yeah <laughs> unfortunately yeah. yeah yeah i actually do yeah have you not watched the press conference from this current president in the last three and a half years let me tell you something <laughs> That's not I'm the not, worst. I'm not arguing for coherence here. I'm <laughs> no, not, I'm not arguing cannot. for anything of normality or anything of, okay. of the non-political progressive uh, anything. Trump is going to spill his guts if they start arguing live. Trump is going to destroy that guy. That guy yeah, can't get through thing. a pool it does, story. It doesn't he matter, He can't get though. through a pool story. But it doesn't matter. I think I disagree. Because he lost know. every single debate he was in with the person. Did who, he? Yes, he did. But to you or to the people living no. in trailers? Well, people living in trailers but don't know any th- better but, anyway. But they, they voted him in? They don't the know thing. any better just because they, they voted him in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're the not going to open one day and decide. You know what? They're not targeting those people. They exactly. don't. Honestly, they don't care about yeah, those people they because he, they're not going to change the vote. There are people that can change the vote. Joe Biden wins by five points. If he's up there stammering, there's going to be people that were like, "But I'm this curious, is our guy? But I'm yeah. curious as to people have said that this is their guide for the person that's currently the <laughs> well, occupant of the White House. But you're, so what you're, I, he's but done I'm more than just stammering. What I'm saying is, but he's you at least say, got the crazy factor. He's got no. The, but I'm uh, saying is, you that's can't. Not a we, good thing. Like how Did I say it. Well, you're in, <laughs> you sound like you're endorsing it. Yeah. You piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh hey, yeah. we, we've got news out of Webster. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Moyer's 54 years a Webster grad, and uh, he says his dad would have voted for Obama for a third time. Did, that, there it is. Yep, that's it. <laughs> he's going for the Joe Biden is going for the get out dad. That's the dad from Get Out. Get Out. That's what he's doing. That's he, Bradley Whitford. Yes, it is the amazing Bradley Whitford. He, he. That's what Joe Biden. That's his lane right now. So it clearly. Okay, is he the world's most articulate? Interview kid? yourself. Interview but yourself. Is he? No, Joe Biden is not the world's most articulate kid. Is he a white man that loves the white? He is. Do white people love white men who white? They do. Is he stepping into it? He is. Could it win the presidency? Very likely. I mean, I'd be worried if that guy was my Uber driver. <laughs> Maybe tell us if he's stumbling through that story. But you've had a stumbling drunk for the last four years. So what difference does it make I if Grandpa comes home after well, a little? Even more after that. <laughs> well, at least we had a fallback. Right. That's Wait, you you're tell, sober right now? That's oh. when you tell someone that I'm like, oh, you probably don't remember that, and they're like, I remember everything. I'm like, you should probably say you don't remember that yeah. because. Uh, Trust me, this is your defense. Yeah. <laughs> Go with this. Now, this is look. I said this yesterday. I, Joe Biden. This is not the play I would have made, but I get it. I understand why he's stepping more into his whiteness. America loves it right now. The, look, he's just taking bits and qualities of Trump 
that the people do like, he's putting it inside of his own little stump speech. He's being awkward Joe. It's like, let Joe be Joe. And, well, that is him. We've That's seen the play. him before. You can't get Joe. Joe's not going to be as articulate as Obama on social or racial issues. He's going to be Uncle White Dude. He's the guy that everyone really does have in their family, especially the white people when they got the guy. Like, he's, he's becoming more progressive, but he still thinks that homosexuality is a sin, but he won't say it out loud. So he's the guy that that's... Far with him. Well, I just think Joe Biden is good enough for a lot of nervous white people in I like, America. I like that. I like he's that good enough for nervous slogan. white people. I like that campaign slogan better than no malarkey. Yeah. He's, he's good, good enough. enough. He's good enough for nervous white people in America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's your uh, first melee question. Okay. What's well, number uh, two? Second one. With the since dissolved Eddie Bauer Ford Explorer partnership in mind, which of these pairings involving a business with St. Louis ties and an automobile would you most like to see? Oh, I like this. Eight percent went with Build a Bear and Beetle. So the build the Beetle Build a Bear. Okay. Twenty four percent Build a Beetle. Purina and Wrangler. So the Wrangler no, the Purina Wrangler. Right. Um twenty eight percent the Emos Fiat five hundred. And with 40%, the Vest Charger, or as Travis said in the office yesterday, the Vest Charger. Mm, yes. <clears throat> Whoops. My bad. So Vest Charger wins it with 40%. No surprises here. Right? The Emos Fiat, though, I think if they went to that as their delivery car, would be freaking dope. Oh, that's A nice cream, yeah. creamish white, green and red vehicle with the, with the cream interior, with the green and red stripe. What's yeah. that? Chris is making faces. Not a cream talk. Well, it kind of got like the Provel look. Oh, okay. The Provel look. The cheese look. The cheese look. So that's why you would have that. I think it'd be a pretty badass Fiat. Okay. Right. But I like the. I like. Uh, I'm thinking of a. Uh, uh, the vest. Charger. Orange whistle. Oh. Charger. You're making an orange. Yeah, like or like you got to do the orange. Will it have oh. bubbles? I went with on the it? red cream charger. Yeah, that'd be not bad. Not bad. Strawberry charger? I want bubbles on the paint job. Oh. Because it's the billion bubble beverage. Mm-hmm. See, if we was billionaires, we would know what to do. They're not billionaire, right? We would be good billionaires. Would I don't you? know about that. That would be fun. Think about this. But this idea would be so cool. We'd be like viral. It would. No doubt. But you know, if I had a billion dollars, I'd be financing National Treasure 3. No, I understand that. But think about the cool things we could do with a Emos Fiat. Are you talking about being like film financier Adam Dunn? No. Is he financing films now? He financed an Oscar-winning film. Which one? Dallas Buyers Club. I didn't know that. He invested in that. Because I remember watching Adam Dunn, the guy who's nicknamed Donk. Yeah. For Donkey. Uh, walking down the red carpet. And he was part of an investment group that no put money into that. Dallas Buyers Club. I would absolutely be a film financier if I could. Yeah. That would be my jam. I was thinking about National Treasure colon Mound City this morning while I was smoking. Jesus, I don't want to. Because I was trying to figure out, you know, in, in the original National Treasure, Nicholas Cage goes, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Great lie. What would he steal from St. Louis? And I was trying to figure out what that would be. Easy. The arch? It would be a King Louis statue. The apotheosis? Inside King Louis statue. Okay. That's all, So I was trying to think of things yeah. that he would, or in the second one, he kidnapped the president, so would he kidnap Mayor Lyda Cruson? For the, the it's very regional. The secret film they've got here. Well, it's National Treasure: Colon Mountain City. 
Okay. So it's St. Louis specific. Okay. Uh, so that's what I was thinking about while smoking. Gotta steal the Stanley Cup. Oh, that could be good, actually. Not bad, Travis. Thank you. Guys, I have been on a and we, and storm lately creatively. And you That's know, a storm, my friend. And you know what we could do advertising-wise is get that Emo's Fiat 500 in the film as well. Boom. I've been just a... I've been a... An oracle of creative genius of recent. Really? I had to uh, go to a Black Mizzou alumni event yesterday. It was our meeting. Uh, before the uh, end of the year, kind of do a little wrap-up as to what we need to get accomplished before 2020 when we have to set up mm-hmm. our uh, upcoming karaoke night nice. uh, oh. in January. And we needed a title. And everybody, you know, I'm in the room of attorneys and doctors and lawyers, and it was the international screenwriter, yes, Travis Terrell, uh-huh. that came up with the title to our event called the <clears throat> Roaring Twenties. That's right. Our January karaoke event is going to be called the Roaring Twenties. Why? Roar as in tigers. Oh, okay. But also referencing the Roaring Twenties, but we're going into 2020. Huh? Oh, Uh, okay. (laughs) Hey! It was more clever than I thought. (laughs) Hey! No, that's good. No, thank you. Oracle. What did the lawyers and others Ooh, they say? Titans of industry. They were all like, hey, we we need you. I was like, my friend, I'm sorry. My heart goes out to Midcoast Media mm. and my babies that we are alive. Mm-hmm. But if you want to be a part of this train, hit up crdenman at gmail84.org. That's no, no, not how it works. Gmail84. That'd be an interesting <laughs> website. <laughs> We're now going to create that website, Travis. Go. Thank you. Gmail eighty four. I don't know what it is, guys, but yeah, uh, you're on a roll. I think Papa Bear's got a hot hand. But, and he's gonna keep shooting. But um, we were talking about that Ford Ex- Eddie Bauer Ford Explorer. Um, I went down a small rabbit hole. Did you not? Please tell me you have photos. This is Eddie Bauer. Look at Eddie Bauer. We were talking about doing an origin story bill. about Eddie Bauer. Mm-hmm. We were talking about doing a, a campaign, a national commercial campaign that we were going to film and pitch to the Eddie Bauer people because Gardner just recently bought a Eddie Bauer parka. Yeah. I look like an explorer. Now, this is the first time we've ever seen Eddie Bauer, yeah, but like no one, like we didn't know, but we, we, we were saying that Gardner can be... Now the older Eddie Bauer, mm. as he's traversing well, through the cold streets of St. Louis, yeah. but he's kept warm by his parka made from the Eddie Bauer company. Mm-hmm. I'm he's just saying, kinda... I think we have an idea. And then with my explosion of creativity, creativity, juice, uh-huh. it seems to be rolling still. I'd say we do it. Okay. We can make something happen with the what juice? Creativitas. Ah. It's Greek for creative. <clears throat> um, I didn't know you were multilingual. I am international. Yeah, well, okay, that makes sense now then. Um, so Eddie Bauer was a dropout, but made the sporting goods store because he was into outdoor stuff and then just kept kept going. And I guess once uh, got hypothermia because he was wearing wool and kind of started, hey, I need uh, I need something different. And that's apparently kind of how like a patterned or down jacket something developed. So 
I guess he was at the forefront of some of the styles we see today even. Even though their name gets lost in the North Faces, the Patagonias these days, hmm. remember Eddie Bauer. Mm-hmm. Bring Eddie Bauer back. I think they make uh, some good stuff. And you know where he was born, Travis? Where was he born? Right outside Puget Sound. Shut up. He's a Puget or lose it guy. He's a Puget or lose it guy. Makes sense. Okay. That all comes back. I see. I knew it was something about that Eddie Bauer. Yeah. Now, we asked another question while in the office yesterday, though, because we were very excited to talk about Eddie Bauer, but we asked, is he as good as his younger brother, Jack? Jack, yeah. Which Bauer is more of a badass, Jack Bauer or Eddie Bauer? Mm-hmm. I don't have an answer to that. My grandpa would say Jack Bauer. Mm. But grandpa loved 24. But your grandpa's an outdoorsman as well. Uh, Bob Evans? He would also well, enjoy I mean, he, a nice warm parka from he, Eddie Bauer. He would. When he's, uh, he's always he's always getting the neighbor's leaves out of his yard. No, okay. Really annoys the piss out. Of he him. doesn't like having the leaves no. from the neighbors or in those, his yard. What are those little balls, with the little spikes on them that, that come out of fall the from the sky? Yeah, often from the trees. From the trees, yeah. gumballs that can gumballs. Yeah, often that's Ooh, well, those drive him nuts. I understand why they. And would it's drive not him. his tree; it's the neighbor's tree. So he's always like blowing it into their yard. Oh. That seems pretty petty, but so, okay. Well, I mean, he's 80, 88. I didn't realize. What, and the leaves are what's bothering him the it most these days. Him, okay. Yes. Okay. The Get leaves. out of his yard. The man has managed to live. You have a live, tree like that. You got to take care of it. I'm just saying, you managed to live 88 years, doing a good job of taking care of himself. Yeah. I feel like you may not need to be bothered with such trivial but, matters like leaves because, you know, things like the wind can often contribute to those things yeah instead of humans well so it's just something to get consider. out there and clean up your tree okay all right clean up your tree okay. but he liked he liked 24 a lot he had a quintuple bypass surgery right when 24 was going on and the anesthesia kind of lingers on for a, a day even after the surgery oh he should not have watched television and he like, he was out of the surgery, but the next day was when 24 was on, but oh, he was still out of it. So no. when he came out of it, he thought it was the day before and that he was going to see 24 at least that night while he was in the hospital. And that's when I, like, went out to my mom. I'm like, what do we do? We got, I mean, he just had a quintuple bypass. We can't tell him 24 isn't going to be on. I don't know. That's not good. Like, you don't want to do that to a guy that just had quintuple bypass surgery. I can't even remember what we did. But I was very nervous about, I'm like, I can't tell Grandpa that he missed 24. It was on yesterday. Oh, my. Can you imagine telling someone that, that just, you know, they had to have emergency heart surgery? I was like, Jesus. But maybe, we've been, we got through it. Maybe that's how DVR was invented. For people like that? Yeah. Maybe that would have like, been very helpful then. Maybe the doctor, like, who was taking care of your grandfather, like, was walking by while you had this conundrum. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, patients across America are missing? their favorite episodes because they have to go in for surgery and they come out and they miss it. Now they're screwed. They miss a day. They miss a day and then they end up back in the hospital because they're so stressed. Yeah. Yeah. If only there was a device that we could use to record it and therefore they can watch it at their own convenience without having to miss it. The DVR is born. Boom. So Jack Bauer or Eddie Bauer, which one? Uh, I go, I go Eddie Bauer. I go, 
Echo Eddie Bauer by a nose. Jack Bauer did try to say the very first black president. Oh, I forgot about so. that. See, you have that perspective. I wouldn't have thought of that. Something to think about. Man, Black Herrera is going to be off the chain, dog. Two more months, Chris. Two more months. Black Herrera, dog. It's going to be good. Speaking of off the chain, Gastro Pit this Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Stop by our friend Neil Hollinger, Amber Clear, and Ricky Royal on the bill. Free comedy at 8.30 on the Hill. They've got a delicious barbecue menu and then happy hour specials after the show. 8.30 start. Stop by, see some great comedy. It's on the Hill. It's convenient. Right by 44, and uh, there's a quick trip nearby if you need any gas or mm -hmm. anything on the way there. Uh, so stop by again, 8.30 p.m. this Thursday, and uh, let's pack the place. Come on out, hang out, have some fun, everybody. Um, I have one more poll question. Go on. <coughs> Excuse me. Here's your final poll question from yesterday. Okay. Should the state of Missouri hold an annual festival every December 2nd and 3rd to commemorate Ivan Browning's failed earthquake prediction from 1990? Hashtag I've been browning days. 25% no. A resounding 75% said yes to Iben browning days. A state festival. Now, Mr. Okay. I was waiting for someone to talk. Mr. Browning, of course, made the famous declaration. False that prediction. A prediction. Yeah. That an earthquake was going to take place on the 3rd? It was around the 2nd or 3rd, apparently. Um, and actually, here you go. The triggering of large earthquakes is done by high tidal forces. That is, high tidal forces have been shown to trigger large earthquakes. There is a probability, an enhanced probability of a large earthquake along all faults in the 30 to 60 degrees north latitude range around December the 2nd. My observations, unconfirmed by scientific papers, is that in a fault like the New Madrid Fault, in which I have been informed the fault is 20 years overdue for a Richter 6 plus, I would put the probability at 50%. Happy uh, Ivan Browning Day, everyone! Why did credit. he? Why did he make the an unsubstantiated thing sound formal? He said unconfirmed guess, by yeah. scientists. Right. Unconfirmed by scientific papers. But he still papers. tried to make it sound as if that was also a, a said, worthy piece of evidence. So, like, he's someone predicting what's going to happen with an earthquake with no background in seismology, who also said during that clip about well, mathmology. Uh, <laughs> um, I've been informed. <laughs> <laughs> people say people say and this is what we ran with people are saying yeah this is what we ran it's been 29 years so isn't this, this was supposed to this been 29 this isn't a years. poor reflection on browning this is a poor reflection on st louis media not just well, st louis know. media you have to understand yeah it was not just st louis so it's a poor reflection of the media in general yeah running with this story yeah. when the man admits in said interviews none of this is substantiated with any scientific evidence well but he kept reiterating his prediction and there's other people involved that kind of backed him up uh from uh, were they also 
seismologist? Uh, this person was in charge of like the earthquake center at Southeast Missouri State University. Now, was it one of those situations where he saw, oh, this guy's getting a ton of media attention. Here's an opportunity for us to put our name out there. I don't know, but I know the guy retired uh, or quit or resigned. Disgracefully, from his position as he should have. After uh, I'm sure he was probably also asked to, his to name maybe was, step his away. His name was da- is or was I don't know where he is or if he's alive. Dave Stewart was the gentleman's yeah. name. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, great ball player. Yes, and then a GM one point at. One I didn't point say great GM. Arizona Diamondbacks. No, but uh, no, yeah. that's what we ran so, with. So y'all been putting crazy white man on television who can just spout off about anything without facts or evidence for. A long time now. Yeah. So this isn't new. It's it was twenty nine years ago today. It was earthquake it was Quake Day yeah, in New Madrid, that Missouri. Old white man on TV talking shit with no evidence and not one person in the American mainstream media thought Yeah, well, we no, should was, put a microphone back in his face, guys. I mean, you're it's a little hyperbole there, because there were people that were saying, What are we doing here? There were okay. quite a few okay. people doing okay. it. Okay. But it created a hysteria, so much hysteria to a point that the United States government and one of their organizations commissioned a report following all of this to see what happened, why it happened, and how do we not allow it to happen again. I ended up browsing that report on Saturday. It was part of my on and off rabbit hole all Saturday, the Ivan Browning one. Um, and what's in there, in that report, are headlines from various news organizations, uh, different newspapers throughout the country, local, regional, national. Um, So I thought, why not take a look at a few of these headlines to see how this was being covered? Because you've been, you're you're going after the media, right? Right. And rightfully so in regards. There were people that were saying, what are we doing here? But they weren't getting, there wasn't clickbait, I guess. It wasn't called that back then. They weren't getting the headlines the reads maybe like some others were. Right. Okay, so here's the first one. This is from the Post-Dispatch. Okay. And it's quake prediction taken seriously. And this is how it kind of started taking on a life of its own, is that he's making this prediction, and then someone, you can see on the screen, David Stewart, director of of the Center for Earthquake Studies at Southeast Missouri State University. So that's going to hold some gravitas with it right what browning what dr browning is doing cannot be explained merely by chance although his accuracy is not 100 percent, his methodology look how i got through that word does (laughs) seem to be promising and worthy of serious and thorough consideration this is because the self-proclaimed climatologist uh Dr. Ivan Browning had said he had predicted other things, and and uh, this gentleman apparently didn't really go into it to see how he did it or if he was accurate or not. So when a gentleman like this, with a title like that, starts backing up a claim that seems ridiculous, you can see how it starts to blossom, right? Dave, Dave thought this was an outstanding opportunity from him for him to potentially be promoted from director at the Center of Earthquake Studies at CMO to a shot at the big time. This was his opportunity to get out in front of a major, what year was this again? 1990. And so was it the 89 earthquake in San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Well, six, six, five, five. 89, 89, yeah. Okay, so the earthquake 
movement. Right. And I think I think Browning said that he had uh, that he had predicted that in some way. So Why did Earthquake the wrestler look like he was? Uh, He's still alive. He was like a diesel mechanic. I think it's safe to say that, considering how soon Brathers died. Why did he what, Chris? He looked like a diesel mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, most certainly. He looked like he could have been in the movie over the top. Yeah. If he's still alive, I would love to reach out. Like, why was he? Why was he earthquake? Because when he walked uh, around, he was earthquake and not rest stop wrangler. I don't know. Earthquakes are big. You got to remember again. It was big in the pop culture. If he's at still time. alive, we could get him to Ivan Browning Days, the I'm festival. Gonna I feel w- like I'm going to guess he would have done a, a, a speaking tour, a speaking tour at uh, the Funny Bone. By I, I, I feel <laughs> like the '89 Every earthquake. Every fucking wrestler's on comedy tours. I feel like Ivan Browning and David Stewart were really, really immersed into earthquake culture around that time, mm-hmm. which would make sense. Because we had a lot of earthquakes in parts of California and across the, across the country in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Uh, we even had... Like, see why there's sweep stories on this now. Yes, though. yes. So I can I get why that was. It, earthquakes were the craze. So this David Stewart at SEMO saw this as an opportunity to jump on the train. And he, he, he attached there's, himself to the wrong horse. Now, I'll get to another headline here in a m- moment. Uh, I have several here uh, that... Tim will say, well, Gardner might believe. There are things I might believe or wonder about, but I would not call them a certainty or fact, and I would like to explore them more. They interest me, like my crystals. Yeah. I would not expect anyone to believe them just because I do. No. Right? No. It's something I'm interested in, but I'm not going to say it's a fact or this or that, and I would expect no one to do so. Remember that as we get to another headline momentarily. There's a few before that, though. This one, um, officials heed quake warning. Now you start to see the hysteria, hysteria because Jay underneath Lee that headline. Howard of the news leader. Yeah, but look at the headline, uh, the sub headline. Oh my, Springfield could expect wave of tremors refugees. So you see the phrase. That is, that is a completely irresponsible. Holy yeah. hell. <laughs> so this is from the Springfield news leader. What a, oh my God, what a horrible thing. What the hell? So you see how this is starting to go, right? And then go to USA Today because okay, we've now, talked to people. You got to USA Today? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, tra- here, uh, before I get to that, this is a picture of Quake Day. They're selling T-shirts and all that. Bam. There were news trucks from oh, around man, the country bam. in New Madrid, Missouri that day. Oh, man. Bam. They had that. And guess who else was taking advantage the of Quake Day? Chamber of Commerce. Did you see that? Oh, wow. Churches were taking. Religion was taking advantage. These are good Quake signs. Day. These are good signs, though. Eternity preparedness kits available here. Inquire within. Eternity preparedness. Give praise to our God who can shake the earth if he wants to. Thank you, Pastor Jerry Kosler. <laughs> Earthquake Survival Revival. Sandywood Baptist Church. Survival Revival. Special singing, special singing. <laughs> November twenty fifth through question mark. Oh, various evangelist, various evangelists. There you go. Seven p.m. nightly. Everyone come. And then the other one. I can't read that one. Uh, save your Madrid, save your city, fast and repent. Yeah. Uh, so church got now. This became an industry for some because, like, outdoor stores and that 
were making their own earthquake survival kits, and people were just buying them up. You should have seen some Shut of the newspaper face. advertisements that were going Shut on. Shut up! Like every local. Oh, place. so the hype right. built. The hype built. It was turned into a money-making venture for lots of different companies. It was. It was turned. What I mean, kind of 9/11 shit is this? I was gonna say it. Look at what I mean. Religion was able to do it. We saw what uh, you know just. By Jack would have been down there. We know Biebs would have been down there selling T-shirts for right, Quake Day. So. Ten feet that way. So you're that. selling apparel. Some people were having parties, into the world parties, advertising that. Bars were having specials, restaurants, everybody. And then, of course, the survival a, kit industry. This should be a holiday, man. He's right. This definitely should be a holiday. So then it goes to a story in USA Today. Now check out this headline because we've talked to people and I don't remember who they were, but they've said that they had school off that day, right? The movie Tremors came out the same year, says the black sheep. There we go. The Tremors came out. They well, and there's but another there thing to get to That's as well. So smart marketing. That's brilliant marketing. Six years old and scared. Oh come on! So now, Carolyn, <laughs> PCC, Carolyn PCC from New Madrid, Missouri. Yeah, Carolyn Pesci of USA Today, Camden Alliger went into the principal's office crying. Mm. I dreamed me and my mom were sitting down and the earthquake started shaking everything, oh, said Camden. No. Eight. So I'm... Travis Brown is afraid of flooding because he can't swim. David Spencer worries about taking care of his pregnant mother. Tabitha Clark says she doesn't want to die. Oh, my God. What is happening? Go on, Chris. I'm remembering the 1993 scare. I don't remember this one. Superintendent, I'm sorry. Oh, so I took it down. No, that's all was good. I was going to say Superintendent Robert Payne says the entire county school district is prepared for a quake with a disaster plan that went into the works last February. <laughs> so people are lying. You ain't had no freaking prepared plan for no disaster. Oh, they've, the schools went nuts. You should have seen some of the B-roll footage from news, newscasts. Yeah. Schools went nuts. They're doing earthquake. And like, not even schools, but like the emergency departments of cities and counties are doing, they were doing like mock earthquake okay. drills and everything. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad you brought this story okay. up. I got more headlines here. I didn't too. realize this existed because the way older people tell it, this generation is when we're all doom and gloom. You millennials, you're the ones who are all doom and gloom. You asses were sitting up here selling. Are y'all out of y'all mind? Y'all was causing complete mass hysteria on some bullshit. Mm -hmm. The yeah. man literally said in an interview, none of this is confirmed by any scientific data. And you idiots ran out like it was truly the end of the world. Every single one of you morons. This is why seismologists were trying to ignore it at first because they're like, there's no good for because us. Because if you give it any credence, because, right. David's, I get why David Stewart was fired. It's like arguing with climate change deniers these days. It's like, right. Like, you don't, the arguments aren't about science or anything. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, everything goes in cycles. We've been having climate. Yes, we do. And if you look at the science for that, you would understand why those cycles happen. There are explanations for that which is never brought up in those discussions. So this is why you try to avoid it because it leads to this. So y'all up now, here, y'all sharing fake bullshit. Okay. Now, we know how I am. I'm a weirdo. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. Are we getting it? Right? Okay. 
I like my crystals. You do. But you know what? I'm not in charge of like an earthquake center for a university for Southeast Missouri State, right? Uh-huh. So let's go back to Dave Stewart. Okay. And this next headline. You ready? Okay. He calls it a fact. Oh, no. State's quake expert believes in psychic phenomena. Okay. All right. Calling it a fact. All right, David. Now, even if I believed in that, I cannot go as far as to say it's a fact. Because when it's a fact, it's going to be proven through scientific method, which is tested, which is repeatable, which is peer-reviewed. That's not this. And anyone who's a scientist would understand that. So I don't know who this Dave Stewart fellow was or how he got into the position he did, but he obviously probably shouldn't have had the job he had to begin with. And a gentleman with that title backing Ivan Browning allows this to continue, and it does. But then we get to this point where he calls it a fact. Psychic phenomena. Now, this is interesting. Stewart said he did not believe Browning was a psychic, but in 1976... <laughs> but! Well, no well, but! No well, but! No, but he got a but, my friend. <laughs> but in 1976, while a professor at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, Stewart backed a psychic's prediction for a major earthquake near Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh-huh. Because of that position, uh-huh. he was denied tenure at the university. Yes! And yet... <sighs> What position does he end up in? He ends up he as director. Never. And then look at where he's at. We're not even... He... Why did we do this? Why did you guys just simply jump on this bullshit? The guy was literally fired for believing in psychics the first time. So why in the hell will we take his word as truth when he comes forward because, to say this is a fact? Because his title. This is what allowed it. The fact that he was in this position to give this was a mistake, obviously. That university made a mistake yeah, in did. putting him in a position yeah, they did. where he could control a message yeah, like this. Or further, uh, someone else's message Credit and to UNC for being like, okay, buddy, here are your papers. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Okay. Now, there's hysteria going on. What if, what if it just so happened you had a miniseries about earthquakes oh, no. in your NBC. No. Would you cancel it or not with I the would, hysteria going on? I would say, on? look, man, this is irresponsible. We as a network cannot put this kind of content out into the airwaves for the entire country to see. That's what they, oh my God, they did the opposite. They did the freaking opposite. NBC won't delay Quake miniseries. The NBC Television Network has rejected a request by a group of Midwestern earthquake preparedness officials so to delay airing a no quake disaster movie. No problem feeding into the hysteria. Holy hell, NBC! Are you serious? Because they knew it would get ratings, especially with the hysteria going. The hysteria was already there, so they're not going to get rid of it, right? Because they know they're going to get eyes at that point. And then we move on to. Oh no! Residents told to be to prepare for days after quake. Yeah. What kind? This is so freaking irresponsible. And this is from uh, Jackson, Tennessee, I believe. It's from a Jackson, the Jackson Sun. I think this is where this article is from. Children in school should get under their desk. The experts said. 
If in cars, people should pull to the side of the road and avoid parking under bridges and viaducts, experts but, said. But look at the lead. This is what gets me. Sherry Elgaddy. Um, people must be prepared to fend for themselves oh my God! for three to five days. If a major earthquake disrupts the area, residents of Jefferson County were told Thursday at a seminar in Arnold. Okay, this this was in this was in the Jackson newspaper, but this is a post dispatch special. It looks like so. This must have been this was in our area, but in the Jackson newspaper. They held a seminar. This at Fox High School. More than two thousand people showed up. <laughs> State Representative William McKenna. Of House Springs is apparently the one who organized this. Our, our purpose tonight is to calm people's fears. <laughs> <laughs> so by telling them, you're going to have to fend for yes. yourself for three to five days. But we want to calm and your fears. So it's you not just have. the media. It's not just a bad prediction. It's not just a guy now who never should have had his in, job. You have the government, government doing this. Government feeding into the hysteria. This is how it goes, right? And then this is... This is my. This favorite. is this is this is this is snowballed way more than I expected. Now, this is what happened. This is why I went down the rabbit hole for so long. Yeah, Jesus, I get it now. How this could happen. So I'm going through these articles, clipping after clipping, and then I get to one that just, I <coughs> I could I laughed, I couldn't stop laughing. All right, this is uh, earthquake this is, this center one's workers from the Jackson feel hysterical paper. phone calls. What time? Is most often asked what. So oh, I've highlighted geez. a few passages oh, here. Oh my this God, article. Jesus! Callers want to know what time it's going to happen. Said Secretary Anitra Williams, who answers the center's phones. What time? What time? But we have no way of knowing when an earthquake is going to happen. So we make fun of the people that call to the news stations when severe weather's going on, right? Imagine having to field these calls where someone's asking you, "Hey, oh." What time is the earthquake going to happen? I get it. I get it. I figured it out now. I figured it out. I see how Trump won. Do you? I see because I think this would have been fixed with the this. internet. This would have went away this, in, about, in two hours instead it. of two yeah. weeks. But this is but for the simple fact that people, again, not one person has established an iota of fact in regards to this from one respected scientist. Yes, it is the director. But even if a... a, a a, a good enough journalist would have asked, hmm, director of SEMO, you, sir, are apparently being put out at the forefront of this particular argument that this is going to happen. Let's dive a little deeper into who this guy is and what his credentials are. Right, but are. that takes time, but you're going yeah, to get that's the... that's true. You're, you're, you don't necessarily go to that right away. But if someone says something weird, you might be like, okay... This is irresponsible we'll by some well, very important people. But I don't think it was necessarily responsible to publish what he says initially. Or even no, after the fact, no. because then you're starting to show um, this guy's got some issues. So you need to keep publishing what he's saying because you're allowing people to see he's a little out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think in this, it, but it, it has to be it has to be shown that way too. Um, but I feel like this is it's it's a very it's interesting on several levels more so that how it's being fed to the public and how it's very similar now. That there isn't a counterweight. There is, I get the journalist reporting on what's being said mm -hmm. at these meetings. Yeah. I feel like there should have also been a note right underneath that paragraph that illustrates no scientist of note 
or anyone who's responsible for it uh, for the National Earthquake oh, Center. I can't remember. Like, what I feel like there should have been maybe some note in these stories that now illustrate. That's fair. Like, okay. Go, go to someone who is saying, or like, and this is where seismologists had to get involved and were saying, okay. No, this is not a thing. Right, 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 right. Now, there were some of those articles written. Okay. I, I didn't okay. pull some of okay. those because Whew. I wanted to. I was getting a little bit nervous. I was like, please, yeah. God, let there be some. Voice of reason in the media because, that said we need to slow down yeah, here. Yeah, and there were okay. some. Of, there was Ooh. some of that. Because, but I wanted to highlight some okay. of what was being written here. Now, yeah. back to this story at the bottom. The center <laughs> staff takes each call seriously, though it's hard not to laugh at some time. At times, said Stevens. One of the phone calls fielded by George was from a woman asking how long gravity would last on Earth after the quake struck. I told her I wasn't worried because I have Velcro on my shoes. Mm. So there was someone calling, you're fielding these calls and wondering when gravity goes away after the earthquake. Mm. So that's what you were dealing with. And then, of course, the day came. Nothing happened. No other reports then. Well, then everybody left town and kind of just pretended it didn't happen. Kind of moved along. There, and and this, maybe the story started to turn. You see, here's the positive spin on it. At least it made people aware of what could happen during an earthquake, of what no. might happen, and how to be more prepared and more aware now. So it, actually, the positive of all this, even with the misinformation, the hysteria, the hyperbole, the failed prediction with no methodology that was proven by science, at least we're now more prepared. Except I did enjoy the RFT's headline. Thank well, you, Riverfront Times. Earthquacks! Nice. Oh, boy. The great quake of 90 scored a zero on the Richter scale, proving that oh. Iben was as terrible as the hypesters who took him seriously. The Midwest had gotten stupid for nothing, nice. and it wasn't New Madrid's fault. Nice. That is a, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, that, that's how you do it. That's how it's freaking done. That's correct. I don't know if this is true, but it looks like it. Uh, Black Sheep says Jefferson County then trusted and elected two more McKenna's after that incident. Oh, really? <laughs> Fend for yourselves! I think this was all just a government ruse just to see how the public will react under a situation like this, just to see mm. how will they mobilize, hey, let's how will they take care of themselves, what would they do, will they turn on their neighbor? Yeah. And I think the government's like, ah, we got all the research that we needed from these Midwest Because the idiots. government was like, at some point, we're going to have to tell them the truth. Yeah, yeah, things. yeah, exactly. So let's test it. Let's test this. it out. Let's I see like if that. we had to tell the public what... The real truth was like maybe there was a major discovery out at one of the aliens. It could have been an alien. Maybe they're like, all right, boys, I think the public's ready. No, 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 sir. I don't yeah. know about that. We these people, they're out of their minds. No, I I trust the American public. Here's, I believe all right, well, let's do an experiment. They're never ready. They're never ready. And they did this experiment, yeah. and you idiots fell right into the trap, and now they'll never tell us anything because you morons reacted like the stupid people that you are. Thanks a lot, Generation Stupids. I told him, Chris. Mm -mm. I got him. Mm -mm. I think you, did. you got them in the furniture no, company today. Wait, big day for you so big far. Day. Big day for all. Huge day. Uh, and that's uh, that's why I think we should celebrate Ivan Browning Day. I agree. 
as a festival, a two-day festival. I agree. We could have exhibits. With you know, you could have the press exhibit, the hysteria I like exhibit. It. I like it. We could have a Uncle Tupelo reunion. And they can play New Madrid. Right. And then maybe we can get like Ivan Browning's Ivan granddaughter, Browning. granddaughter to come up and uh, take well, it easy. He, here's the no, thing. I'm just saying. Uh, you were going to offer was, What was the Uncle Tupelo lyric? Mr. Browning has a prediction. We've been told, I believe it is. We could have them play the festival. Now, Ivan Browning died like in 1991, like a year after all this happened. His daughter... Continued, for my research, at least until 2015, I don't know if she's around still or not, had a website with the Browning newsletter where they were still advising, charging people to advise for certain predictions and their methodology and everything like that. That website is still live. (sighs) I was browsing it on Saturday. So, and there is a phone number on there. It looks like they're based out of Las Vegas. Uh, I did read an article where they had been contacted before about this anniversary coming up might have been like the 25 years something like that and uh there was no comment provided mm, from the organization that's unfortunate uh so i don't know where they stand or what they're still doing but you can even find a video too because i think that lady's husband is involved with the that and i i can't tell the last like copy i don't know what you call it on a website when they update it and they have the year or whatever mm-hmm. that's listed as 2017 right oh wow and then the last content i saw was from 2015 um, but i didn't go through everything i was just kind of browsing through their website what if on browning day you plan a huge event but say there's only a 50% chance it's going to happen that's the black sheep and so and that's how lufest was born hmm. oh my god <laughs> That was a St. Louis mishap, but a St. Louis positive is St. Louis Counseling Services. Be sure you hit them up whenever you are looking for services to help your employees, students, family members, individuals seeking out counseling help. They've got locations throughout St. Louis. stlouiscounseling.org is the website. You can see or uh, download the uh, podcast as well when you're on the website. stlouiscounseling.org. Big shout out to Tom and Debbie. They are trusted friends of ours, and you can uh, use them for their services and count on great counseling from St. Louis Counseling Services. Also, it's Giving Tuesday today. If you're uh, interested, be sure to uh, donate and support St. Louis Counseling Services, everybody. Uh, Will O'Donnell letting you know Gardner dropped the hammer with Lufet's clip. <laughs> mm, Does that hurt more See, than anything you've lost in the last 10 years? That's not great. Yeah. Mm. True. Not great. I'm sure there are things that hurt more, but it doesn't feel good. I was looking forward to Arcade Fire playing in Forest Park sometime. One day. One day. We'll see. We'll see. Indeed. Uh, Gardner, do you need a smoke break? Uh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe we'll just power through and just oh. knock it out. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a quick break. It's We Are Live, Midcoast Stop Media. Check out the website for all of our great capabilities. We'll be right back.